the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. I'm seeing it unfold and I on the weekend. I'm going, oh, my gosh, there's a coup in Russia. Dan, and, and this you must have just been, what? no matter what you're doing, you just stopped, I, I think, everything, right, to see. Oh, my gosh. So now I'm thinking it reeks to me CIA. And I said, now we got to call. Before I said the words came out of my mouth, I got to get Dan Hoppin on the phone. You were on TV. They had you on at Fox. You you did great. But walk us. Was it? It was not. Anyway, just to be clear. Then we talked to General Keene, our our mutual friend. uh, Jack Keene does a great job, the general. And he said, no, no, this really happened. Because I thought it was CIA. I thought it reeked CIA, Dan. Now, you know, you were there. Did the CIA plan this? Is there something that is happening that we should know more about? Or is it exactly as it seems? Talking about the Russia coup, Dan Hoffman. The U.S. government had absolutely nothing to do with this. This is Russian self-inflicted fratricide. And wow. uh, all, wow. all we've been doing is, is tracking it. And really, this has been going on for, for a few months, uh, if not longer. You know, the the the. the it really starts at least this part of the story in Bakhmut, where Ukrainian forces courageously remained and fought and killed reportedly 20,000 Wagner mercenaries. And for Wagner's leader, Prigozhin, that was an existential threat to his leadership. I mean, he took 20,000 guys to slaughter, and uh, he had to blame somebody. And so he's had a longstanding feud with the Russian minister of defense, who was one of Putin's closest allies. And he called out this guy, Shoigu, and, and was really just awful, awfully tough on him, criticizing him. And uh, it led to this, this mutiny, this aborted mutiny, where at one point Wagner had taken over the Rostov military district, which is just over the border of Ukraine, responsible for Ukraine operations. They're on their way to Moscow. Uh, and then they aborted. But, you know, I'll tell you, this leaves Putin in a in a weakened state, and, and the question is whether this was a, a dress rehearsal for somebody else to take a shot at Putin. Uh, he's, he's vulnerable. There's no question about that. But a wounded animal. Putin has a wounded animal. That's a dangerous thing, Dan Hoffman, yes? Yes, for sure, because you're absolutely right. What Putin will try to do now is reassert his authority, both internally with increased repression and purges, and I'm quite sure he's looking at his own military to remove guys who had associated themselves with Wagner or supported Wagner. Then externally, he's got to show he can still take the fight to Ukraine. And, uh, and you know, Russia's continuing to launch airstrikes and things. So, uh, yes, a weakened Putin is, results in instability in, in, in Russia. That's bad for, for the region. It's potentially bad for the United States. Uh, depending, look, if Wagner took over the military, um, you know, the military district there in, in Rostov, what if what if some piece of the Russian military were to go rogue and take over their a nuclear facility? Yes. And then you're yes. talking then you're talking extortion for real. Yeah. And yeah. 
that's got to be of concern. I can tell you our internet, our intelligence community, just based on our experiences, is you know we're always focused on Russia, China, North Korea, Iran, transnational yeah. terrorism. But man, we're in overdrive on Russia right now. Yeah, and Dan, this is great. And I know we we have a lot of laughs, but I, I, it's curious. So walk us through, if you would. So really, so this guy with this Wagner Group guy, he they turned, they started. Were they opposed at all? It looked like the Russian army was letting him go up toward Moscow. It looks like everybody was clearing out that he was going to go into Moscow. They no one stopped this guy or tried to stop this guy. Number one, number two, did they indeed attack some uh, aircraft, some Russian aircraft that did try to stop this? Wagner group going into uh, Wagner, the Wagner group going up to Russia when it first started. So there was some so, conflict yeah, there. Right. General Institute for the Study of War has reported yep. accurately yep. that Wagner shot down six helicopters and an aircraft and killed reportedly 13 Russian airmen. As wow. far as no one stopping them, uh, you have to look at the Russian bureaucracy, their military, and it's one of the reasons why they failed in Ukraine. It's a very top down, Centrally, centrally commanded military. So if nobody ordered them to stop Wagner, they weren't going to do it. And I'm quite sure that Wagner had infiltrated Russian units. I'm sure they had done that in, in Rostov, which enabled them to develop the necessary relationships uh, with Russian regular military units that would mean that there wouldn't be any resistance. So I think that's what we were looking at. And it got to the point where Moscow was putting up you know, defense, serious defenses uh, in anticipation of a bloody battle with Wagner mercenaries. I mean, of all the things, you know, we used to say, like, when I was in Moscow, I mean, you couldn't make this place up. And years and years after being there, yeah. my imagination still wasn't good enough to predict the crazy stuff that would happen. It's so scary. And now, now we could go to a Soprano reference. You know, you know, if this was Big P, I don't I got to be careful. I don't want to be appropriate on the air. And if if there if if Tony Soprano and, and again, forgive me for making the reference, but if, if Tony Soprano sensed you were disloyal, you were whacked. And they got Vinnie Pastore, who played BP. They got him on the boat. Yeah. Hey, hey, take him out. Let's get let's get him. Let's get him. Boom, boom, boom. Right. They took him out right there on the boat. This guy, this guy, Pogrosian, he's he'll be put and, and I hope there's no deaths and I wish nothing but the best for our dear friends in Russia. But Dan, the man, I mean, you know, Putin's going to whack this guy that was heading the, the Wagner group. Yes. Well, I'll tell you, I watched a video, uh, a, a interview that Putin gave to a, a sycophant Russian journalist years ago. And the journalist said to Putin, you know, you're such a great leader and it seems you can forgive anything from anybody. Is there anything you wouldn't forgive? And Putin says, yeah, just one thing, which is treachery. And look, Putin, for Putin, revenge knows no borders. And what Igorzhin did, opposing Vladimir Putin, calling out the war for the farce that it is. Yeah, I just can't imagine that 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 Vladimir Putin isn't going to get him in his sights and 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 finish it. I had a different reference, Joe, since we're we're going back in time a little bit to <laughs> okay, the, okay, the movies and television. For me, it was The Godfather when yeah. when yeah. Michael finishes Carlo. That's you know his sister Connie's abusive husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give yeah. him a ticket to Vegas yeah. after he admits that. You know, get out of my get out of my sight, Sonny at the toll booth. <laughs> get out of my sight. Remember you're the- out of the family, exactly. <laughs> no, you're out of the family. No, okay. And then what is it, Luca Brasi in the back seat? You know, that's kind of the way I see this well, going. When I was, when we were in Russia. It was I tell you, we listened to Frank Sinatra all the time, and there was always a reference to the Godfather for one thing or another. 
I encourage <laughs> listeners watch that scene. It's like seven minutes, easy to find on on, on social media. But that, but and, uh, you know what though? Only, but yeah. you got you, you got it. And again, again to my Italian friends, don't get offended because it is, it's not so much that it's mafia or Italian. It is Mario Puzo's brilliant writing in The Godfather. It's a great point, Dan. And it's so funny how you, you. I mean, you're like clandestine undercover kick butt <laughs> CIA guy, and you're hip to all these things, man. I love it because Listen, we. we you, Huh? I'm huh? a regular person, Joe. I spent this morning, I got boys in the house. I had to unclog a toilet, you know, so people wonder, like, how I spend my time. I was doing that, and I was thinking, that's, that's a metaphor for Russia. Do you, and do I'm you under over a toilet, you know, unclogging a damn toilet with a pipe clog, and I'm thinking, hey, do you have to, Russia right here. Do you go un- undercover as a plumber? Do you go, like, kind of wear a plumber's outfit just to get now. it there? I studied yeah. it, man. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm a competent plumber, but I'm not bad. Or, 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 you know, I can. I can hold my own. That's all I'm saying. This is Look, great. God bless see, you. This when my kids wake up and they got to go to the bathroom, and if the toilet works, hey, I'm That's good. It. Get it down right to the basics, Dan Oppen. But you're true. Yes, Wait, and, use, and using the Michael Corleone reference, though, when he had, when it was uh, uh, Johnny Russo played uh, Carlo. Yeah, he played uh, yeah. Uh, Talia Shire's uh, uh, husband, abusive husband. And Michael has been in. It's quiet. And he goes, no, we're going to send you to Vegas. You think, I'd, you yeah. think I would I would hurt the, uh, the you know, the, the husband of my sister, of my sister, and they whack him as soon as he gets in. But yeah. Putin, so you're looking that for that to happen to this a progrogian guy that he's going to be whacked or I, something huh i yes i say this all in part because in the 1990s the the godfather that was the hero for the russian mafia groups they loved that in wow fact, they, they had a tv show wow Brigada, yeah which was very much modeled on the godfather and so yeah. that's kind of the way they are and the russian state that's what it is. It's a crime yeah. family. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Putin happens to lead it today, but it doesn't wow. mean that someone has seen Prigozhin's dress rehearsal and said, I think I can, you know, take out Vladimir Putin. <laughs> and oh, you know, maybe that happens next. And that's the, look, yeah. like I said, the silver lining here is, yeah. it's not, you know, that there's job security for folks dedicated in the intelligence community and our military and law enforcement. There's a lot of work to be done. And yeah, uh, yeah, this is yeah. a reminder to all of us. And, 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 and Dan, before we let you go, Zelensky, Ukraine, it's looking good for Ukraine that this could possibly bring an end to this uh, conflict. So President Zelensky, a guy Vladimir Putin has continuously underestimated, who told us, I don't need aircraft, I need ammo. The fight's here when the Biden administration offered him a flight out to exfiltrate him, right? He was the one who said, no, we've got to stay and fight in Bakhmut, even though many, including in our own uh, Biden administration, were saying that Ukraine didn't have to fight there, that they could leave. It wasn't tactically that important to stay. But Zelensky realized strategically it was important to kill Wagner mercenaries and drive a wedge between Prigozhin and the Russian Minister of Defense Shoigu. That's brilliant. And the the best way for Ukraine to win this war is for Russia to continue to commit these self-inflicted wounds, like literally, because they're killing each other. Yeah, and and, and I know we got to go, Dan, but did did Putin get on that private plane? Did he really try to run out uh, to St. Petersburg from Moscow? Do we know that? Do we verify that? 
We don't have any confirmation of that. We don't have confirmation that Prigozhin went to St. Petersburg instead of Belarus. I'm sure they're looking for, you know, where, yeah. post facto now, what Putin was doing. Yeah. And it's why intelligence collection is so important, because it's opaque there. You're not going to get it through the media, yeah. which is completely controlled by Putin. And, of course, they're throwing our journalists in jail there. So we, we really have limited yeah. Yeah. visibility into what happens, yeah. unfortunately. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.